is the Abby Normal Podcast, here to tell you that you're weird and that's normal. Liam is all-encompassing. Voicemails, voice memos, vagina monologues. <laughs> it's the shit that, like, we weren't intentionally recording. Right. Father's Day is coming up on the 19th. And I find this day very stressful because the two dads I love, my dad and my husband, are the most difficult to buy gifts for. If they want something, they just order it for themselves. They need nothing. For many years, my sister and I got my dad books about history for every holiday. Then one day, my dad casually told us he doesn't enjoy reading history. He'll pick up a historical fiction here and there, but that's about it. And my sister and I were like, what? This was news to us, and now we're back to zero gift ideas. I know Father's Day isn't about me, but it makes me feel like a failure. For my dad and my husband, fatherhood snuck up on them, and they handled it like champs. Here's my dad, John, describing the moment he realized he was going to be a dad. My mom is putting in her two cents in the background. We're in Kansas, and we find out that Abby's on her way. Oh, that's a good story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, and we're still getting to know each other. We've been married a couple of years. Yeah, and, like three. Yeah. And so I'm not real in tune with her sleep and her, you know, physical needs and her health needs and all that. But I noticed, and I don't think I really <laughs> thought about it, but, you know, something was different. So it was different. She didn't feel good. And so she said she was going into the doctor. and I so, was tired all the time. All the time. Couldn't hardly make it home from work. Yeah. You know? And so she went into the doctor, which was like a 35-minute yeah, drive. Yeah, to another town. To get to a doctor. And so she comes back in, and um, she's there when I get home from work. She goes, well, I have some news. And I said, you're pregnant. <laughs> and it was like. I just had a word of knowledge. <laughs> he really did. I just had a word of knowledge. It we wasn't had... like I wasn't like I, like I said, oh, you know, I've read this article and uh, <laughs> all this stuff happened. It was like, no, but just boom, you're pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> you about dropped. Uh. Yeah, because we hadn't been talking about having kids. We weren't planning on kids. Nothing. Yeah, that was a big shock. Yeah. So we were both happy. Yep, we were. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, the other thing, and I think I've told you this before, was we didn't know the sex of the baby. And I don't... They didn't do anything they didn't to do tell you. Sound no, they didn't. And, uh, it was a big surprise. I was praying for a girl. I didn't tell her this, but I was praying for a girl because I knew she would be a great mom. <laughs> you know, and I thought, if it was a little boy, you know, <laughs> bless his heart, he's going to have to deal with... <laughs> Me, who had no brothers, younger brothers and sisters, and didn't even know my older brother and sister. So um, I didn't have the tools, but she had the tools. <laughs> and I thought, this would be great if we had a girl. She she would be blessed with a great mom. And when they said, oh, you've got a little girl, it was like, yes. <laughs> that was great news. Great, great, great mm. news. We got little Aisha. <laughs> There's a reporter on NPR whose name is Aisha, and every time I hear it, I'm like, oh, should we named Abby that? 
My parents were really into Stevie Wonder when I was born and loved his daughter's name, Aisha. They went with Abby instead. Anyway, Aaron and I had been friends with benefits for only a couple of weeks when he found out he was going to be a dad. We're talking about that moment with our friend Annie. We were platonic as of January 1, and then like six weeks later, we were pregnant. Wow. (laughs) It's like a movie. That's crazy. Tell the story about you taking the pregnancy test and his reaction. Do you remember that? Of course I remember that. That's my favorite story to tell. (laughs) Okay, I feel like you should tell it. I mean, I don't remember all of the details. I feel like... Hey, come here. Come say hi real quick. Hello. Goodbye. And that's the result? Good night. Yeah, I feel like we were going to go do something. We were going to a movie. Oh, we were going to a movie. And I came over to your house, but I was a little bit early. I don't remember if you said right away, like, I'm pregnant or... If you waited a few minutes, that I don't recall. But I do remember saying that you said you took a pregnancy test and you were pregnant. And then I asked you if you wanted to, like, date since we weren't really, like, officially dating at Mm -hmm, that point. mm -hmm. Yeah. And then then we got married later. Okay, so I know a different version of this story. No, that's that's the version. So the version that I know is Abby told you she was pregnant and you said, did you read the instructions? And she said, yes. Really? Did that happen? Yes. And you, we sat on the edge of the bathtub and you read the instructions and then you were like, maybe they'll make more sense in Spanish and you turned the paper over. I tried to read them in Spanish. I don't remember. I don't remember that. (laughs) And we went and saw that movie. Was it Heart and Soul with uh, Drew Barrymore? Yeah. Music and lyrics. Really? Yep. Does not seem like a movie I'd want to go to. (laughs) We were going on a date. And you were probably in shock. So you probably just agreed to whatever. Yeah. I mean, we might have gotten to see Titanic that night. I don't know. (laughs) So do you remember what you were thinking? Like, you must have been freaking out. Uh, I don't freak out about much. I probably was freaking out a little bit. Yeah, you were having a baby with a stranger. uh, Yeah, but that happens to a lot of people. (laughs) I I definitely was probably not even really freaking about telling my parents because, like, I was a grown-ass man at that point. I was like, how old were we, 27? 29? No, 28. Yeah. Grown. Grown. I mean, I wasn't that worried about anything, but sure, it'd be nice to look in a crystal ball and be like, well, cool, we're going to get married and be married for at least 12 years, so great, nothing to sweat about. So you were not worried. Were you not worried because you were, like, totally in love? You were just, like, all in? I mean, I was pretty into Abby, yeah. So, I don't know, it's hard to recollect. I don't recall being that worried, but I'm not really a worrier in general. We both so. were just like, okay, just big old shrug. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm like that. I was like that SNL skit. <laughs> yes, with Pete Davidson. Yeah, and yeah. What's his name? Chad. He's like, you're like, I'm pregnant. I was like, okay. <laughs> yes. You were like, should I have this baby? And I was like, okay. 
Should we get married, like, right now? Uh, okay. (laughs) These are unplanned yet happy pregnancy stories. Maggie and her wife Andrea had a very planned pregnancy. They gave a lot of thought to who the father in their story should be, but they don't have to buy him any gifts. When I talked to Maggie about it, their little one was weeks away from arrival. Here she is. Oh my god, are you yeah. so excited? I am excited. I'm a little nervous. A little like, ah, that's right before Christmas, which is a busy time in the church yeah. world. Yeah. Um, but I mean, do you get to take leave? Yeah, I'll have I'll have parental leave. <laughs> okay, um, good. So that's good. Which means I'm probably going to get out of doing the Christmas pageant. Now, are you is your child going to have a gender when it arrives? Um it will have a sex mm-hmm. and it will have a gender later when it confirms <laughs> the sex or not. Um, but we don't know what it is. We're not going to find out the You're sex. You're not going no, to? Until it's born, which is... <gasps> Bold. Yeah. Bold. I think, I mean, partially because, you know, as queer women, where so much of our process is, like, very formal and scheduled and, like full of doctors there's no spontaneity really it's like very measured and so we're like this is one thing that we can like have as like a surprise right yes Um, yes and also people are less likely to give you heavily gendered baby gifts if they don't know the gender of the baby right so true so that's just a fringe benefit but mostly it was because we wanted to have some element of like surprise yeah so. Were you guys trying for a long time? Yeah, it's been like a three-year process since the beginning. So yeah, um, it's a lot. It's a little torturous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I know that we have. I mean, it's been a long process, but we've been pretty. I mean, we've had great doctors and stuff, so it's been good. But good. I'm happy that it's coming to where it is now because we're starting to feel like, is this ever going to happen? Right. Right. So, yes. Yeah. Have you seen um, what's Aziz Ansari's show, Master of None? I haven't watched it, but I know who he is. Oh my gosh! So the the latest season is really beautiful. Mm. It's this lesbian couple, and they have their whole whole thing involving love and breakup and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But there's like half of it is one of them trying to get pregnant. Mm-hmm. It's it's just beautiful and painful and yeah, I would recommend it. Yeah. Maybe like after the baby's here and you're feeling really good, you know, totally. (laughs) You're like, Oh, we did that. Yeah. (laughs) It's a little bit odd. Like, like I think the most surreal part of the experience has been like choosing a donor, you know, like a sperm donor, which we chose an anonymous one, but other people do it different ways, but that's what we chose. And it was like a little bit. How did you do it? It's like, it's like a dating profile. It's like you have childhood photos of them, obviously no photos of them as adults. Cause then you could like track them down. (laughs) You could stalk them. Yeah. Um, so they, they give you like childhood photos and then they have to answer all these questions. Like, what are you, what are you like? What are you good at? Um, there's like on the, the one that we did, there was like recordings of their voice. So you could (gasps) hear what their voice sounds like. It's like, how tall are you? What do you look like? What are your parents look like? Like, all kinds of stuff. So it was a very weird. How did you choose? We were trying to find the person that was the most like me because I'm not caring and mm-hmm. I did not provide any eggs to the situation. So like, um, you know, someone who was like good at languages, someone who likes 
sports, someone who has brown eyes, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, a little sad. You know, it's, like, a little bit sad, though. It's, like, you know, have you have this idealized sense of, like, we're bringing a baby into the world, and it's going to be some of me and some of you, and, like, that's not our truth. So it was, like, a little bit, like, oh, but it was, you Like, know. you felt a little left out. I think, it, actually, I think Andrea had a harder time with it than I did of, like, of knowing that it's not going to be, like, my, like, my genetics, you know? Mm-hmm. So... Anyway, it's been it's a, been a wild ride. Yeah, yeah. And we're now coming to the end, so that's feels good. Well, I like the way that you approached it. Oh, what's that? I don't know. Like, oh. yeah, somebody that feels like you or feels yeah. like you oh, have yeah. some of mm-hmm. your traits, and yeah, he has like a stage. You know, they give them all like fake names. Mm-hmm. So, shout out to Oberyn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's not your real name. <laughs> <laughs> Was there anything? Um, yeah, was there anything else that you looked at where you're like, we really need someone that is this ethnic background, is this religious background, is this like educational level, like any of that other stuff? Um, we weren't like super exclusive on that. Like I didn't like I was more concerned about if they had like brown eyes and brown hair because mm-hmm. that's my and, like my wife's whole family is like blue and green eyes and blondies. Mm-hmm. So like I was like, I don't need to get some kind of like, you know brown hair people in here but um but it, it wasn't no there was but you can search by ethnicity so if it's like important to, like if you're irish and you really want your baby to be like genetically irish you mm-hmm. can totally search that but that was less important to us than like what they looked like mm-hmm. um so i can show you a picture afterwards i'm curious yeah yeah he's cute and 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 then yeah the other thing is our doctor in cincinnati he's been doing this for a long time and so now he has like patients who he helped conceive and now they're like adults and he said it was surprising the amount that like the hobbies and and gifts and facilities of the donors really carried over into the children in a way that was like surprising so we try to pick pick a donor that like likes the same kind of stuff that sure I like, you sure know. yeah because so. you want to be able to like do those things hopefully with right. your kid yeah right. totally so exciting yeah i'm excited brown-eyed brown-haired mac has arrived moms and baby are happy and healthy a very happy father's day to all the dads moms and guardians doing the hard work of parenting